1: k is supported in part by Little Red Hen
2: Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh-baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood-fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. k and Little
1: Red Hen – just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. Welcome, radio friends, to On the Rails with me, Forrest Whitman, your conductor. And I want to welcome you to the caboose. The caboose, we've got the windows open up by the angel seat today. It feels like a spring day in my caboose. And uh, although we still got the coal fire going down below so that it's still kind of warm down by the bunks. And um, now we've got a guest today. Her name is Dixie. Now, Dixie, you can either sit up in the angel seat where you get a nice view as we go along the uh, countryside. Or you can come and sit down here by the stove if you want to stay warm while we talk with you here at KHEN 106.9 on your FM dial or as a podcast or on iTunes. And this train is carried along by Rick White, our great engineer. Yay, Rick White. Toot toot. Thanks, forest Everything's good up here so far.
0: So oh, far. Okay. Everything's up in the, up in the head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
2: gonna come up there with you guys too. So all right, okay, nice to
1: have you, Dixie. Dixie, yeah, nice to have have a seat as we roll along here in the old caboose and talk about train travel, which is our that Dixie. That's what we talk about a lot here. And so (laughs) now, your latest trip was a long. That was a long trip. Uh, What? How? Where? Well, tell me how long was this trip?
2: Uh, well, anyway, glad to be here and sharing my experience. And uh, yeah, the trip was started in Denver on the, the Amtrak California Zephyr and went all the way. I went I went all the way to uh, Richmond, California, mm-hmm. uh, which is across the bay from where I used to live for many years. So I was going out to visit friends and, and I'd never done that and I'd always wanted to. So this was a big adventure for me.
1: Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> what time now? You left in the early morning. Is that right?
2: Yeah. I, well, not early. I mean, it was like eight eight o'clock, and oh, um,
1: okay. And it oh. was a
2: 30, It was a thirty-two hour ride the whole way. It was thirty-two hours. And so, did it, run, com- did it run on time? Um, not that well. Really? I was surprised. I was surprised. Um, they would be going real slow during some really places like out in the middle of nowhere where you would think they could zoom up and <laughs> but um, they often said they were running late, but they would catch up later. That yeah, was yeah. the thing. And they did, they pretty much did. So mm-hmm. it was because they told us, I don't know, you probably all know this, but that they have to accommodate the, the all the other trains that run the coal and all, all of those things. So, I don't know how they did it, but um, they would slow down so they could get. They must have places they passed by each other, I guess somehow. So, um, but anyway, that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know, Forrest, you should speak to that just a moment. Um, it, it didn't used to be that way. With didn't they used to give it, the it priority
1: back in back in the days when your dad worked on on the on, on the Santa Fe Railroad why it was an absolute no-no to slow down any passenger train for any freight train. And that is still the rule. But unfortunately, a lot of these dispatchers, they kind of want to get their freight through. And so they do put the Amtrak in the, we used to say in the hole (laughs) on the side track while they let the freight go by. And um, the, the Rail Passengers Association uh, has actual an actual lawsuit going on now uh, which could technically get to the Supreme Court uh, although with this new Supreme Court who knows if they would get any sort of hearing I I, I don't know but um, they yeah they because that is the that is the rule and a lot of these railroads are not they're not following the rule they're sticking the Amtrak in the hole and letting their like you say, their coal train rumble by and there's poor Dixie looking out the window saying, but I want to get to California. And they're saying, now till we get this coal to California, Dixie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well,
2: we promise it's, you'll get there on time. So, yeah. it, but they were pretty close to on time at the front and the end. But it, Well, no, coming back in it, into Denver, coming the other way back. They were a little late <clears throat> late there, but um, but, yeah, it, I, guess, I guess luxury trains of, to the freight people are, are, are just a luxury. So. They,
1: they are. The freight people kind of view the trains as a problem, although that is changing. Uh, they're starting to get a little better revenue out of Amtrak. And, for instance, here in Colorado, the, the rail board has two representatives from the two big railroads, uh, Union Pacific, uh, is is on there and uh, BNSF, my old railroad, the Burlington, they have reps on that board. So they're trying to work with Amtrak more too. And so we're, we're all hopeful that maybe we can have less of this fighting, less fighting and more getting along, just as our kindergarten teacher used to say, <laughs> less fighting, get along, <laughs> and we'll all have a better day.
2: <laughs> but, well, but that's um, a good plan i agree
1: and uh, so who knows uh, where this lawsuit will go but uh, uh, anyway there there it is and also the the association of railroad passengers uh, nationally has quite a quite a good hearing i mean they're i think they're pretty well liked by the railroads or well, not liked but put up with by the railroads and so So we can hope in terms of on time that we'll, you know, we'll get more of that there. And, but so anyway, what, oh, tell me about your accommodations. That's an important thing. If you're traveling, how, how were your accommodations?
2: Well, that you, you hit the nail on the head there. I, I thought um, I I took, I didn't get a sleeper. I just sat in the chairs because somebody told me that, you know, they're pretty wide and they, you know, they go back, recline pretty well. And, and um, it sounded like I could deal with one night doing that. <laughs> so, uh, but, but the reality is it's a little harder than that. Um, I, you know, you don't get as well asleep because you, the, you, there was people behind, you know, usually behind me. So, you kind of can't really go, or I didn't want to go back. I don't know, real far, but um, anyway. Uh, so that was that was an issue trying to sleep in two chairs. They didn't. They had uh, social distancing there, so that nobody was sitting next to you, and so you had two seats to kind of lay sideways. But that meant you had to curl your legs all up, and so not a great way to to go uh but the difference in price was huge i mean yeah it was from like 118 dollars one way on the sitting in the the you know the regular coaches and but it was like 564 or something like that to go to get a sleeper and so i go well i could just put up with this and and i did i mean i'm i'm but you know, next time I would take a sleeper. I'd have to save up and do that because because uh, it includes food, which I guess I wasn't that clear on about how it worked. I I thought maybe they would bring food to you, or you could go get a like Forrest kind of uh, told me some things at the be- you know before I went about. Well, they have trays, and so i was uh, not quite prepared for that they don't the dining room the dining car doesn't do anything for people who are just in um, you know in co what do you call it what's that called coach or coach
1: i guess yeah
2: yeah so but they did have this little um i always forget the name of it you could go down and get you know you could get alcohol that's where you could all people could go went to the same place to get alcohol except maybe at your dinner i don't know if you sat on in the dining car but you could get alcohol you could get candy bars you could get uh you could get uh this breakfast bowl and and a angus burger and a, a hot dog and just stuff like that it was all pretty much um microwaved all the all the hot things were microwaved and it was a little tiny thing i mean this guy behind this it, it, it was but you could get and things so i i'm kind of a health nut so i didn't really want to get any of those things but i broke down and had a angus burger going each way and it was actually
1: pretty good <laughs> oh, oh dixie dixie no yeah. good 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 for you. You kind of went wild on this trip.
2: I went wild. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. having more alcohol than usual yeah. up in the, the <laughs> viewing room. And so that was fun. I mean, it was just
0: fun. <laughs> um, and let me ask, let me uh, pipe in here. Did you uh, Did you have any interesting conversations with other passengers during your trip?
2: Well, that's that is a great thing to ask because uh, an amazing thing happened when yes uh, um, when I got on the train and I was pretty nervous. I was by myself, pretty nervous about the whole thing uh, getting on. And so they give you just a tag to walk in, and you go in. And so I came in and went straight to the first seats I could see. So I in the first car. And they hadn't told me that I was supposed to go up to the second car or, or the t- next level up because I didn't hear. Maybe they told me. I didn't hear it. So I walked in and you put your bags as soon as you walk in. You set them in this, your big bags, you know, and these little cubby things. So, And then I did that. And then I went into the first car and and there weren't any seats that were um, not occupied with one person and I didn't know what I was doing and one woman goes hey you can sit with me and so I went over and sat with her we all had masks we had to wear masks the whole time so I felt you know somewhat comfortable I'd had the vaccine the vaccine so uh, but this woman and I had so much in common and we we had a blast talking and she's become a friend. She was going from Denver to getting off in Glenwood. So the whole time we just talked, talked, and it was just a, a, a wonderful experience having that happen. And so um, so that, that's my story about that. I mean, coming back was a difference. <laughs> Actually, it was a very different experience. Very
1: is, different experience coming back.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, uh,
1: I not a good one, you're saying, or well, a, a so so one,
2: it was probably more of a normal one because having the well, meeting somebody you really connected with was pretty special. And um, but coming back, it was you know, I when you sit down when you go in, you don't know who's going to be around you, right? But uh, turns out one guy, um, he, he had a story, he started talking, I was. Uh, one seat back, I mean, seat in between us, and, but he was a talker, and, <clears throat> yeah. well, we
1: like talkers on the train, we do, yeah,
2: well, I didn't really want to talk, because I've been uh, addicted to watching a series that I was trying to do on the train, <laughs> uh, okay. watching my, iPad, my iPad, and I kind of didn't want to talk that much, but, Anyway, but so he helped me.
1: What, he Dixie, what Dixie? What was your series now that you were watching? You don't have to tell well, our listening audience, of, but uh, <laughs> uh, it,
2: it's it, it's called Heartland. Heartland, you heard of Heartland? Heartland?
1: Don't know it, I haven't heard of it yet. That's okay. great.
2: Well, anyway, it's a thirteen-season thing. Never heard of it. It's just the most unbelievable thing. They've got this. And each series has, each episode has like 17 uh, or each, anyway, 17 for each episode, and there were 13 episodes. That ends up to be 460, you know, uh, can't think of the word, but yeah. So I'm trying to get, get through it so I can get done with it, but it's so good because it's, for me, it's very, it's very uplifting. Well, it's just... It's about horses, really.
1: Horses. All right. It's about horses. Could not like forest. Yeah, horses. Well, I, I don't know about horses, but anyway. <laughs> there are horses. There, some trains do have horses, but anyway. Yeah.
0: Have any yeah. of us heard of any uh, good uh, of shows like this that are train shows?
1: <laughs> Whoa. Well, there's train... There's freight hoppers that, uh, which includes a local guy, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, that these guys, they they film themselves as they go across the country, hopping freights,
0: wow. climbing
1: on the old cars, and um, yeah, they are that you can get, if you can find it. I haven't found it lately, but it used to be you could find it on, um, on I think it was either iTunes or one of those. And yeah, they, they put little, they have a little uh, camera, and they hop on freights and go across the country, and you can see them getting talking with the cinder dicks about <laughs> how long they've been on, where they're going, and why they shouldn't be thrown off, and uh, they tend not to be. And when they say, "Well, we're on camera here," that seems <laughs> seems to make a big difference. When they say, "Well, we're on camera, and this is going to be shown on freight hoppers sometime," officer. Officer Gooch, so be nice. But anyway, um, yeah. So you could watch that, several episodes of that. Uh, Friends of the Southwest Chief has some episodes. Friends of the California Zephyr, which Dixie is riding here as we talk with her and back here in the old old caboose, we think about that. And um, so you could watch those friends. Is that anything you would ever watch Dixie, any of those train shows like that?
2: Um, I would. I mean, I certainly loved seeing all the movies that had, you know, hobos or people hopping trains. And, uh, you know, that was always an interesting thing to watch, all, how that happened. But, yeah, I would.
1: What was, yeah, what was your favorite along those lines? I, yeah, I can't remember. Where, where, white, where they filmed White Christmas. Remember that? They're all on the train, and they're all in the upper and lower berths. Oh um, yeah, remember that. Hmm. and then they sing White Christmas because they get <laughs> off the train and there's there's no snow. Yeah,
2: oh, I, I I don't remember that one very but, good. But
1: um, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so so we you could watch, but anyway, so you're trying to watch. Your video, but the guy in front of behind you, he wants to talk. He wants a conversation.
2: Well, uh, eventually I moved over to another seat and somebody came <laughs> and sat behind him. And, and, and as we came to more stations, different people came in and some got off. You know, that's how it works. But uh, early on, there was a group that they, they just started a woman and the that, that guy that lent me his earbuds, which was really sweet, but they started talking politics. And uh-huh. the guy that lent me the earbuds, he was talking, you know, he was not my, I'm the opposite from him. And with all this divisiveness, it got to be irritating. Finally, I said, I don't need to hear this.
1: <laughs> wow, well, you, you, you're you. not, of the. I've never seen you be direct, Dixie. Well, that was, you were direct. Yeah.
2: Well, I really, they, it was interrupting my, my uh, experience. So I, but I could have moved. I didn't, I didn't, don't know why. I felt kind of maybe guilty leaving them all because he lent me his earbuds. But anyway, it's, those are the situations that can happen on trains, I
1: guess. So they were all talking politics and you didn't feel you were on the same wavelength with them.
2: Right, yeah, and I really wasn't yeah. that well. I've had some traumatic divisiveness in my family that it just oh. kind of brought that up. So I really didn't want to hear it. I'm in maybe old days I would have jumped in, but after all this, this stuff, yeah, it wasn't. Um, I didn't want to hear it. I really didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, well, no, and and uh, it is very well. What can we say? It's very divisive right now. It it really is. And um, nationally, well, next week I think on Monday we're going to interview the uh, the president of uh, Colorado Rail Passengers Association and uh, Jim uh, Sobe. And uh, Sobe was just in D.C. Um, testifying on the National Transportation Bill, which is going to be coming up. It it's passed the House. I think it's in the Senate now. So that's yet another bill. So talk about politics. If Wow. If Biden can get that through, that's going to be a lot of money for, for Amtrak. And uh, we've, yeah, well, we've got a lot of money coming in in the first stimulus grant and that really is coming. They announced that two weeks ago. That was breaking news on this show uh, two weeks ago. And so, um, so there's a lot of railroad politics out there. Vote for the uh, vote for the transportation bill the next time you're a U.S. senator, Dixie. <laughs> you'd you'd be right. my you'd be my senator. By golly, I'll put
2: it on my to-do list there. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, well, and Hickenlooper is uh, a, a U.S. senator these days, and you know, yeah, you know, uh, he's pretty much a longtime member of our group there, rail passengers. Colorado, so he's he's. We expect him to do the right thing. Maybe I better call his office today and say, "You remember Dixie? You remember Forrest? Um, we we want you we want you to vote for this transportation bill now because, well, he might. Yeah.
2: Well, Dixie, but, you uh, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't hear what you said. Who who is it that's now on that? No, we're,
1: we're no, we're back we're back to to Hick and Looper. Oh, our, okay. our Hickenlooper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We say our, we say our Hickenlooper, our rail fan looper, Yes. That's, but so anyway, so you weren't able to pry your, your way in there at all, or just sort of say, well, you know, there's, there's several points of view on this or that that wouldn't have worked. You don't think.
2: Well, I just wasn't, I kind of, yeah, I wasn't too interested. I I'm kind of an introvert. So that would have been, well, um, uh, that was c- coming back. I mean, that was coming back, going there. I did. I interacted with people up in the, up, uh, a lot more up in the, um, viewing place. There was a person who left his guitar on the train and one of the, the, are, are, are all the, the, the Amtrak people that walk around with their you know hats are the, they, they're not all, um, engineers are they or do they train
1: oh no no okay. no no and and you're you're uh, you in the sightseer lounge area probably looking out yeah. over there and nursing yeah, your,
2: which is beautiful nursing Those your
1: hamburger really... <laughs> and yeah, your non-beer
2: my wine
1: non-beer.
0: well they're called <laughs> conductors right for us
1: oh, conductor. yeah yeah that would be the conductor
0: yeah we have a
1: conductor who's a fan of this show who listens all all the time and uh, we we could get to that. Well, we haven't we haven't even gotten you out of the station yet. Really, we're just hearing <laughs> hearing you you talk to. We, well, you're you're settled here in the in the khen caboose, and you're you're looking out the window, and and you can feel your toes getting warmer by the firewood. Could we get the engineer back here to put a little more coal on that? Because I think it's going <clears> to <throat> chill down here this afternoon as we. Go along, and we'll we'll close the windows in the angel seat. But maybe we should. Rick, should we give this a little bit a little break here and a, uh, allow us? a
0: minute, I can tell you this that uh, you know I'm kind of busy up here.
1: He's I, busy. I, he's he's the engineer is busy. He's got to watch kinda, the track.
0: I got a herd of cattle on the um, <laughs> on the track in front of us, so I'm going to have to be slowing down here, and uh, we'll we'll. Actually, could you guys come out and help me get these cows off the track? <laughs>
1: we, we, we <laughs> no, might,
0: that'd be fun. <laughs>
1: that'd be fun. We 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 might we we might do that. I you won't believe this, but back in my days, uh, railroad days as a as a brakeman, we actually had to herd some buffalo off the track once. Is that right? And oh. this is really this is this is oh. the nineteen seventies. I mean this yeah, 1970s, this wasn't the 1870s, there they were. And um, so uh, the engineer kept honking and, you know, we, so the, the head end Brakeman and I, we, we got out there and we tried to get them to move and they didn't want to move. There was a lot of nice spring grass uh, along the track. And so they were munching the spring grass and looking at us like, so what, what do we do now? we can, we were shouting, uh, we, we threw some rocks they just sort of looked at us. They said, "We're, we're Buffalo. We don't, we don't move we're for busy. any damn trade.
0: Isn't
1: that funny? Uh, that's
0: a great story. So find,
1: it's a great story. So It's a great story. So funny. Well, I should really back up to say there are a number of Buffalo ranches uh, throughout the West and throughout Iowa, for that matter. And uh, these are semi-domesticated Buffalo, but they're they're real Buffalo. I mean, they they act like buffalo. They, you're you're not supposed to bother them. You're supposed to just, and, and they aren't. They they don't care about trains much apparently. So we thought, well, okay, we're we're on overtime anyway. We'll just have our lunch here and see. You. And they did move after a while. They said, well, that was good. But as far as I could tell, they paid no attention to us or to the train. Are buffalo like that? Who knows anything about buffalo? Maybe we'll have one of our listeners call in and say. Here's what's so about Buffalo, but is that your impression of? Is that Dixie? Is that your impression of Buffalo?
2: <laughs> uh, I have no experience with Buffalo. There, no I love looking at them from a distance.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> oh my goodness! Well, okay. Well, let's, let's,
0: let's, oh. You were you were having fun before, but now it's time to get. Let's close this thing out, and we'll get started on part two.
1: We can okay. start on part two. And now, Dixie, what we always say is what we used to say on the road was a good big old highball. So breathe in, breathe out, and on the count of three, we'll do a highball.
2: All right.
1: Uh, high Highball! Highball! Oh.